Welcome to Yes, the Young Earth Science Podcast, where history, geology, biology, and philosophy support a young earth. Your host is Jay Hall, Assistant Math Professor at Howard College, with an MS in Math and 53 credit hours in various fields of science. In this episode, we tackle the global catastrophe that destroyed the world just a few thousand years ago. Decades ago, catastrophism was frowned on, but it has experienced a renaissance since the demise of the dinos was blamed on an impact from space. Catastrophism is the view that most of the sediments and rock formations were made relatively quickly. In 1923, J. Harlan Bretz proposed that a great flood of water stormed through Montana, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington into the Cascade Mountains and finally to the Pacific Ocean. This event created the channeled scablands. The flood cut deep gorges or coulees in solid basalt. Grand Coulee has walls up to 900 feet high. Forty years later, in 1963, the International Association of Quaternary Research met in the United States and sent a telegram to Brett's ending, quote, We are now all catastrophists, unquote. Brett received the prize Penrose Medal, the highest geology award, and claimed, quote, Perhaps I can be credited with reviving and demystifying legendary catastrophism and challenging a too rigorous uniformitarianism, unquote. This story was highlighted in Nova's Mega Flood episode. Gradualistic uniformitarianism is the view that most of the rocks formed slowly and thus represent millions of years. Bretz further stated, quote, Ideas without precedent are generally looked upon with disfavor, and men are shocked if their conceptions of an orderly world are challenged. Unquote. Philosopher Martin Heidegger made a similar comment. Quote, a science's level of development is determined by the extent to which it is capable of a crisis in its basic concepts. Unquote. Wikipedia has a page on the risk of global catastrophe. That is, a worldwide natural event killing the Earth is possible. William Stokes and Sheldon Judson, in their geology text, Introduction to Geology, published by Prentice Hall, said that a catastrophist might contend that the twisting and breaking of strata, the transportation of huge blocks of rock, the violent cutting of canyons, and the wholesale destruction of life is within the power of a great universal flood, and he would be right, unquote. George Gaylord Simpson made a similar statement, quote, there is no a priori or philosophical reason for ruling out a series of natural worldwide catastrophes as dominating Earth history. However, this assumption is simply in such flat disagreement with everything we know of geological history as to be completely incredible. Unquote. Simpson said this in 1963. During the current renaissance of catastrophism, should we not change this evaluation from incredible to conceivable? According to a paper published in Nature in 1994, there is a 1 in 10,000 chance that a large asteroid around 2 kilometers wide could hit the Earth. Within this century, disrupting the environment and killing a large fraction of the world's population. D.S. Allen and J.B. Dallaire have written Cataclysm, Compelling Evidence of a Cosmic Catastrophe in 9500 B.C. 
They provide abundant evidence of a great global catastrophe that occurred just thousands of years ago. Crustal shifting, mass extinctions, rapidly rising mountain ranges, and gigantic volcanic eruptions devastated this planet. D.S. Allen received his M.A. from Cambridge and is a science historian. J.B. Dallaire is the museum curator of geology at the University of Southampton in England. Austrian geologists Alexander Tolman and Edith Kristen Tolman hold that a large comet split up into seven pieces and hit the Earth. This caused mega tsunamis around 7640 BC, causing continent-wide flooding. So the Tolmans hold to a nearly global flood. Georges Cuvier, who died in 1832, was the father of paleontology. He held to a global catastrophe that occurred a few thousand years before Christ. Quote, this revolution had buried all the countries which were before inhabited by men and by the other animals that are now best known. That the same revolution had laid dry the bed of the last ocean, which now forms all the countries at present inhabited. Unquote. BBC science editor David Whitehouse explains the great Mars flood. Quote, all over its surface there is evidence that in the distant past, copious amounts of water flowed. We can see dried-up river lakes, ancient shorelines, and vast empty canyons. If Mars were to become much warmer for some reason, and the ice melted, it would drench the planet to an average depth of between half and one kilometer, unquote. If there was a global flood on Mars, why not the Earth too? Even mainstream geology holds that 95% of the life forms on the planet were wiped out during the Permian extinction event. Some say this was due to a combination of a large volcanic eruption which formed the Siberian traps and a meteor striking the Earth. Derek Ager wrote The New Catastrophism and describes a location in Italy involving submarine landslides where huge masses of rock up to the size of mountains slid down into deep water, forming a great jumble of rocks known as scaly clays. Similar jumbles have been recognized in Taiwan, Timor, Morocco, and Turkey. Eger, who was president of the British Geological Association, states, quote, There are many phases of mountain building movements each of them of short duration and therefore what might be called episodic catastrophes, unquote. So even the mountains rose to their heights in a short time frame. Turbidites are gravity flow formations often generated by earthquakes. The 1929 Grand Banks earthquake off Newfoundland with a magnitude of 7.2 caused the turbidity current where telegraph cables broke and thus recorded its speed of up to 60 miles per hour. The current deposited at least 175 cubic kilometers of sediment and formed a bed more than one meter thick from gravel to coarse silt. A significant portion of the rock record is made up of turbidites. Stephanie Gerard-Close et al. point out in Marine Bo Geology, Gravity flow deposits, and particularly turbidite deposits, are ubiquitous in the sedimentary and rock record, unquote. Gerard Middleton of the Geology Department at McMaster University in Canada concurs, quote, Beds deposited from depredity currents, called turbidites, are one of the commonest types of sedimentary rocks. The majority of sandstones in the geologic record 
were either deposited from rivers or from turbidity currents, unquote. So, if most of the rock record was formed rapidly, could our cherished radiometric dating methods be fatally flawed? The fast formation of most of the rock record is consistent with young Earth science, or yes. The renaissance of catastrophism easily leads to a young Earth. How many scientists admit that a young Earth is possible? Worldwide cultural traditions hold that a great catastrophe hit the Earth in the not-too-distant past. Thus, omniculturalism favors catastrophism, which is consistent with yes. Thanks for listening to Yes, the Young Earth Science Podcast. Our email address is youngearthscience at yahoo.com. To find my new book, Yes, Young Earth Science, just search Yes, Jay Hall on Google or Amazon. Go to youngearthsciencebook.com for the latest in Young Earth news. Connect to us on Facebook and Twitter through our website. 